last week I spoke about change and how difficult it can sometimes be and how paralyzing it can sometimes feel. And this week I want to talk about change but in relationship to finances because for most of my life I was pretty broke. I had nothing and I lived from pay to pay. And about 10 years ago, I promised myself never, ever, ever to do that again. So today I want to talk about how I made those changes and the strategies that I used and how much pressure it can remove when you don't feel like your life is tied up with finances and stress because your finances aren't in order. Welcome to visit number 25 to the self-improvement room. I am your host, Christy Davis, and I am once again excited to be here with you discussing all things self-improvement. And today I want to talk about something that, oh my God, plagued me for my entire most of my my life, probably the first 30 years of my life, and that is finances. And in today's time, day and age, it's getting harder. It is really getting harder because everything is so damn expensive. So how do you manage something like that? How do you make sure that you have enough money, finances, to carry you through to your next payday and being self-employed like I am can be even more scary at times because you don't know what you've got coming in. So I want to talk about how I was able to change my mindset and change the way that I dealt with or planned my finances and uh Hopefully some of these strategies or actually these none of these are mine because as I said, I, I, I was terrible with finances my entire life. So it's not like I'm going to become a, um, an expert on my own overnight. Uh, I did a lot of reading. I've read some finance books up to six times just to get it into my head because for some reason finances were a big, serious issue for me. So when I... I went through my first divorce, which was 16 years ago, maybe. I promised myself that I would never, ever, 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 ever live week to week ever again. And I haven't, but I also didn't know how to manage my finances well for the first kind of six years after I had separated from my first marriage and I didn't have a great deal of money to manage anyway in those first first years but I guess that made it even more important for me to learn how to manage my money because I always had loans I never owned my cars I could never ever buy a house especially being self-employed uh, I would barely have the money to do anything I would have to borrow money from my mom and it was always scary trying to make rent each week and I hated feeling like that and I thought oh my god there has to be a freaking way 
around this and I'd already been working on myself so I had already done a lot of change work uh, in my self-belief. So that's when I decided, okay, well now it's time to embrace this financial uh, challenge. (laughs) So I went on Facebook (laughs) and I read some of the comments in the Facebook groups, in the mums groups, you know, how are these women sorting out their money? How are they paying their bills? And I kept seeing the same one thing over and over and over again. And in the end, I'm like, what the hell is this? I have to check this out because apparently it's the way to run your finances. And it's an Australian thing uh, and they call him the barefoot investor. But there's also an American version and I think he's been around longer and his name's Dave Ramsey. Uh, So between their two models, I was able to come up with a version and change my life and get out of debt, save a big house deposit and get us into a situation where we could – now build a house which is what we're doing at the moment so there was a lot of fear around changing things uh, financially you know looking into getting new bank accounts calculating how much bills would be over the course of the year and setting myself a budget I hated that I hate having a budget not now Um, I've never been a big spender anyway, but I'm going to give you the five basic kind of steps, uh, that I found really incredibly helpful. And they go beyond these five steps. Um, both Scott Pape, the barefoot investor and the barefoot investor and Dave Ramsey, uh, they both go into right up to retirement and setting yourself up. So uh, I am not here to do that, but I am going to give you some of their tips and then I will make sure that I link you to their website uh, and any books that they might have as well. So I will leave a link to the Barefoot Investors books and the Dave Ramsey books as well for you. All right, let's get into this. So I had a massive fear around financial change. Um, I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. So I saw this Facebook group and every single parent is like, you need the barefoot investor. You need the barefoot investor. You need the barefoot investor. Let me tell you something. I've never seen so many people actually put in the work to make significant changes like these barefoot investor people have it was incredible it was like a little kind of cult but I soon worked out why and it was because his method was just so simple it was really so simple and so effective mind you (laughs) with my brain I still listened to the book six times and I say listened because I bought the audio version so I listened to the book six times and from there I got a really good idea of uh, of what it was about and how to break it down I really like things to 
sink in before I start changing my entire life. And within three years of first reading that book, actually let's go within, I read the book in uh, maybe 2020, just before COVID perhaps, maybe 2019. So from then until now, my husband and I have paid out all of our debt, bought a brand new car uh, with cash, (laughs) paid out his car loan for our other car, which was quite an expensive loan, paid out our credit cards, paid out our dental bills and paid out pretty much, well, all of our debt and then started saving. And we saved a house deposit while still going away four times to America. So, and we aren't earning above average. It is fair to say that I'm not a big spender. I don't spend a lot of money on myself. Uh, Not because I feel bad or anything like that. I'm just... I guess, a simple girl with simple means and I don't need a great deal of stuff. Uh, Sometimes I'll go for a big splurge but generally speaking I don't spend a lot of money. Um, I think it's genetically inherited. Like I think my mum is like that. Uh, But I guess that made it a little easier. But I did like to buy or we did like to buy nice things for the house and we still do. It's just that we now have a budget and a plan in place that allows us to know what we're spending uh, and if we are overspending. So it's been really incredibly helpful. And the idea behind or the Barefoot Investors approach is, again, crafted by Scott Pape. And uh, if you read his book, he... uh, He was told that this would never work, yet it's one of the most popular financial strategies in Australia. So this approach ensures that you're in charge of your money and in charge of your financial aspirations, so your financial goals. So the basic thing that he looks at is simplifying your bank accounts. Now, I'm not going to go through the entire method. I'm just going to tell you parts uh, of the methods and then it's up to you if you want to go out and get The Barefoot Investor, which is what the book is called, or a Dave Ramsey book. I'm not sure what his is called. The Total Money Makeover. So either of those books uh, will help you get to where you want. But Basically, the idea is to simplify your bank accounts because at one point I think I had – actually, I still do have a lot of bank accounts, but at one point I actually had just one bank account, which is a very, very big mistake. And then I would try to have a bunch of different accounts and not have them set up properly and that was also a mistake. So simplifying and streamlining your finances for clarity and better management – looks like breaking your accounts up into a daily expenses account, which is where 100% of your take-home pay goes and you need to get your daily expenses, so all of your bills and electricity, fuel, 
um, mortgage repayments or rent, you need to get that down to 60%. And he explains how to do that, how to domino your debts, which was amazing and worked really, really well. So you get down to this 60% in your daily expenses account and then you attribute 20% of your pay to an account that he calls a fire extinguisher account. So that's kind of like anything that goes wrong, (laughs) Um, you are saving money for that. So that's a savings account but it also kind of hoses all of the things that could possibly go wrong. Then 10% for a smile account. And that is for, you know, anything that makes you smile, basically. So holidays, big things like that, Um, new furniture, new cars, that kind of thing. And then 10%, and if you are husband and wife, maybe 5% each or 10% together on what is called a splurge account, which basically means that you get to do whatever you want with that portion of your income, but only that portion. So you've got all of your money going into this one account and 60% of it is left to pay everything and then 20% for your fire extinguisher, which can also be your savings for a house deposit, Uh, 10% for smile, so things that you want to do or buy or have that are larger than just splurging on, say, a coffee. And then splurge is for things like that, so coffees, dinners, uh, movie, if you do drink or you know, smoke, do any of those kinds of things, uh, it comes out of that account. So it's this really, really simple breakdown. The hardest part is definitely getting your daily expenses down to 60% of your income. So if you earned $1,000 a week, for instance, $600 of that should be to cover all of your bills, your mortgage, your fuel, your food, your insurances, everything like that. So if you've got a lot of debt, that makes it incredibly hard to get down to 60%. And the idea around dominoing your debt from Scott's book is paying down the smallest debt first, which a lot of people don't agree with and they make the mistake of not paying down the smallest debt. They try to go with the one that is costing them the most, which is an understandable method. But what paying down the smallest debt first does is gives you confidence to move on and continue to pay down those debts. And then whatever that small amount that you had left from that debt, so if you had a debt that cost you 50 bucks a week, once you pay that out first, so put every cent on that debt that you have rather than spreading it out all over your debts, then you take that $50 a week and that extra $50 a week and then you put it on the next debt. And then you do the same thing, pile all of the money into there while making minimum repayments on your other debts. So that's the kind of snowball effect, which Dave Ramsey also talks about as well. So they call that either the snowball method or dominoing your debts. And from there, there's lots of different things that you can save for, uh, invest in and get your family ready for. And that they are all there in both of those books. Both the Barefoot Investor and the Dave Ramsey approaches provide excellent, easy tools for conquering your financial change. By incorporating those methods into your 
journey, your financial journey, you'll definitely be equipped to make more informed decisions and then you can proactively shape that financial future because you know where you're at with your money. You know how much money you've got. And if you're self-employed like I am, it was difficult to begin with. It took two or three months to kind of get rolling but you pay yourself a wage. So how much can you afford to pay yourself? And that is then how much you pay yourself weekly. Maybe you give yourself a bonus occasionally, but you don't dip into your accounts. You don't dip into the business accounts. You pay yourself a wage and then from there, that wage is just like everybody else that gets paid their wage. You do the same things with that. Now, the last thing I want to leave you with is, and again, the books will tell you this, but how do you figure out, you know, what you've got to pay? And that is pretty easy. You just have to look at, say, three months of bills. So take your electricity bill for the last 12 months, add them up. So that should be four if you're paying quarterly, add it up and then divide it by 12. Then you've got your monthly average amount that you spend and that's what you put away each month to ensure that you've got the money for the bill when it comes up. And then you write down all of your bills. So you write down your phone bill. You write down roughly how much you're going to need for fuel each week. Again, something that you've got to monitor over time. And eventually you get a really good picture of how much money you spend and how much money you need. And if you need more than you have, then that's when you need to start cutting down on things. And I know at the moment that is quite difficult because we're already cutting down on so much to make the repayments for our mortgage, for our rent. Actually, I'm doing both at the moment because we're building. (laughs) So it's an incredibly big expense, especially right now considering the state of the rental market and the state of the interest rate which I understand is probably around the normal range but when you've gone from having such a low interest rate to and then borrowing a certain amount of money and I'm I'm not talking about myself but in general you've all of a sudden got a massive debt that you're coming out of a fixed rate on and you have to really make sure that you are prepared for that financially and knowing how much you've got to pay to what and when and keeping that in a spreadsheet or using an app to do it, that will significantly change your life and reduce the stress that money can have because you know that you will have money there when you need it. You will have the bills paid when you need them paid. And that has changed my life incredibly. So the two main financial gurus that I listened to were Scott Pate, the barefoot investor, and Dave Ramsey's Total Money Makeover. And I will link to both of those books here for you so you can do your own research. Don't take anything that I say as gospel. It's None of it is financial advice. It is just sharing with you what I have done, what has worked for me, and the kinds of strategies that these guys share. So check those out and I'm telling you, it will change your life. 
if you can be bothered implementing it. I know people that have this book and they say it doesn't work for them. And I'm like, well, how many times have you read it? Oh, I've kind of flicked through it. Mm, No. Implementation is the key. Just because something is there doesn't mean it's going to change your life. You can't just buy the book and go, well, everything's fixed now. You have to do the work. Are you willing to do the work to change your financial situation? I hope you are because it really does make a massive, massive difference. All right. Thank you so much for joining me once again in the self-improvement room. Today's topic is a, um, I think it's one that can really, really impact your life uh, negatively or positively and learning a little bit more about how to run your finances is never, ever going to hurt anybody. So I wish you all the best with that. And until next week, stay safe and stay well.